tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name is Dylan Blunt. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here. PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. PlayStation. On the dot, on the clock. All the time. Are we, we going to address Double the time. slander that uh, d- you, you know, Kieran said on Arcade Couch this week, where he's accused Sony of trying to uh, sabotage Xbox in Brazil? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I stuck. I, I feel like I attempted to. No, I don't think you did enough. Okay, <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I don't think that's quite how it's playing out. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I don't think Sony purposely went to Brazil to accuse. Xbox of stealing the Call of Duty franchise, they were just asked to comment. And it's pretty petty of Xbox to say, hey, in these legal documents, if you want your subscription service to be good, you know, put it out day one. You know, if you want to treat your first party exclusives as garbage, you know, whatever. <laughs> as, as freeware, you know, whatever. One minute into Please. this fucking podcast, <laughs> and you're just already firing off at the Xbox exclusive. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, dear. Uh, this week in the trophy cabinet, uh, bronze trophy for some movie news, including Ghost of Tsushima and stuff, uh, and a silver trophy for a trailer for God of War that's pretty cool, and uh, hit a platinum for platinums. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll come back to that topic again for the third week in a row um but yeah kick off with this uh this pretty cool i thought pretty cool trailer thing that dropped this morning as of recording um god of war ragnarok myths of midgar uh midgard is a trailer slash a recap video uh, yep. where felicia day uh reads to you the story of god of war and then argues with um mimir, mimir at the the same time about how if he was telling the story, it would take forever and mm-hmm. other things, other things. Uh, pretty cool. I feel like, yeah, if you want to recap, check it out. Prior to God of War, of course, yeah. coming out some stage this year, apparently. Um, it is coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. Um, yeah, what do you, you think of this? Cool? No, pretty good. You know, uh, Felicia Day's got a nice recap voice as well, you know, put together because obviously they were doing a, like a rhyming couplet thing. Mm. about the entire thing so you know trying to figure that out i'm sure wasn't easy um yeah i mean it's a solid recap uh probably i mean it's probably not people's go-to when they want to remember the story of god of war they'll probably find something with a little bit more actual gameplay rather than just a retelling of events uh or like actual cutscenes and that kind of stuff so but you know it's a it's a nice refresher Mm. I mean, how much refreshing Good do you think you really need? That's my question. Like, do you, do you feel like you need a refresher? Like, is there that much that you would need a refresher? I mean, that this, like, recap the major events, I think I'd just like to actually see the major events rather than them in, in small animated pictures. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, long story short, it's like, God, Kratos fights gods, pisses off gods, kills... Spoilers for God of War, but... Eh, fuck it. Spoilers <laughs> for You've played it by now. Kills dipshit. Kills dipshit's brother. Then the other person. Kills some dragon. Find out Atreus is Loki. Uh, his mother was a troll. No, a giant. Sorry. Giant. Giant. <laughs> uh, wow. Ragnarok's coming. <laughs> GG. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, like, what? Well, come on. 
pretty, pretty simple, right? Mm-hmm. There's that woman, yeah. Um, she's pissed Freya. off. You get Freya, yep. She wants revenge. Yep. Even though, you know. Yeah, I would watch this rather than listen to this recap from Dylan. <laughs> I think it's really high quality. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Look, I was helping them sell it by doing a purposely very bad recap so they mm. could enjoy it. So. Um, all right, Sony adjusts default PlayStation Store sorting amid shovelware backlash. Let's talk about these games for the third week in a row. Uh, Square writes, as many of you will no doubt be aware, the PlayStation Store has become overrun with copy and paste games, the majority of which exist to dole out 60-second platinum trophies. Browsing the new release section of the PlayStation Store has consequently become a nightmare as you are inundated with multiple permutations of the exact same game. It's become a real problem bearing more legitimate games. While we don't necessarily agree with the heavy-handed curation, who's to decide whether a game should exist or not? We pointed out recently that Sony does have a real problem on its hands fighting an ad- adequate solution to this. We suggested some smart changes to the way the police, PlayStation Store surfaces. Uh, but thing could be changed. And earlier this week, we noticed the firm has already made a, an adjustment, both on the browser-based PlayStation Store and PS5 app. The new games ribbon is now sorted by best-selling as opposed to release date. This means at the time of typing, at least you'll see games like Cult of Lamb and Arcade Paradise rather than the Jumping Noodles Turbo and the Big Quiz. <laughs> now, the key detail here is that the later games still exist and can be found fairly easy with a couple of clicks, but the default filter is a little bit more useful for the average user. Obviously, there's a lot more work to be done here, but as a temporary stopgap solution, we're impressed by the speed at which Sony adjusted here. I find it interesting that this discussion had reached such a point that Sony's actually adjusted the... Um, PlayStation Store. Store, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think, yeah, a lot of people have been tweeting about it, so it's, like, hard to ignore. Mm. Uh, but, you know, as we say here, yeah, for sure it counts. So, I mean, those those games are valid. I think it's, like, a very simple fix and, like, kind of just for the lame average person, they won't notice. They won't realize what they've actually done. They'll be like, oh, all this stuff is gone from my from the new games slide, but all they've done is like change the default <laughs> default uh, filtering. You know? Yeah, and it's not actually like for everything. It's not a be all solution because like they're just sorting it by uh, best selling, but that like to help bury the 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 two dollar platinum games, but that also will bury legitimate games that aren't best selling as well. So. Because they will still get pushed down. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I think, you know, the cream rises to the top, so. I guess it, we'll see over the next few months if there's, like, any really good game that does get buried. I feel like especially, it just depends on how long they stay in the new games section. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like that'll be... how long? How long does a game stay classified as a new game yeah i don't know the it's not really even a place this is the thing like the more people because i still see people tweeting about it and talking about it whatever else it's not just a playstation thing too because like shovelware games exist on steam like be it cheap weird anime girl games you know what i mean like there's all no matter what platform you go to there is a selection of shitty cheap games that people are putting on the platforms um, and no one really has a solution to it because no, you can't just 
I mean, the only solution is heavy curation, which nobody really wants. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if people are paying for something... PlayStation doesn't mind. <laughs> they don't care. Like, it's... Yeah. Be it the Easy Platinums, be it the Anime TD Games, like, <laughs> you know, like, whatever sells. Mm-hmm. Whatever sells. Doesn't matter. Whatever sells. You know what they say? Sex and Platinums. I... I don't think anybody has ever said that. The two, like, butter and butter and bread, you know what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> I think you're inventing this. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know what I mean. Uh, Sony launches PlayStation games for PC page, right, Geo Gamer. New page has appeared on the PlayStation's website dedicated to its games for PC, the page, which you can see here, which you can't because it's... A- podcast maybe i'll show it on screen in a minute it does exactly what it says on the tin here you'll find information about old games of the playstation games that have been introduced to pc such as days gone god of war horizon zero dawn but also dsr dsr's and upcoming releases currently free upcoming games listed on marvel spider-man remastered which is out now marvel spider-man miles morales and uncharted legacy of thieves collection miles morales pc release is currently listed as fall 2022 while uncharted still has a tenacious and non-committed 2022 next to its name Despite being announced as coming to PC in the future, there's no sign of The Last of Us Part 1 on the site. Um, Sony also, I'll just quickly tuck on here, people data mined uh, Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man and it found hints that Sony is planning to integrate PlayStation Network into the games that they have on PC, which I guess would potentially work similar to like the Xbox overlay you have where you have like your, your achievements and your friends list and maybe all that sort of thing, which would be cool because that that would be cool because it means like if you want to replay God of War for an extra plat or something on the PC version and, you know, go for gold sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, by all accounts, is good on PC, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. I've seen some, Shocker. Seen some hilarious um, mods. mods. Yep. Already? Yep. Which is the downside of <laughs> um, <laughs> all that because, yeah, I <laughs> I think it was someone that, like, did a very messed up version of um, Kingpin and re- replaced the Spider-Man model with him. So you've got this very weird-looking Kingpin just, like, swinging around. And I was watching that this morning. I'm like, okay. And the- Why? Why? That's my question. My number one question. Uh, for video viewers, this is the website. Enjoy. Moment of brief. Yeah, that's Predator on here and Helldivers. I'm like, oh yeah, fucking. God of War, Spider-Man and Predator. A game that I don't think anyone plays anymore. But Maybe they will now. Maybe if they added in DLC for that new movie, that's actually good. Prey. Watch it on Disney+. Play. They did. I believe they put the Predator from Prey in. Oh, did they? Okay. No. I want to play as the main character. How about that? Maybe, I don't know. Yep. Uh, next up, Sony... Uh, no, not Sony. Xbox. Let loose. Coming back to Brazil. Uh, and uh, actually says that uh, because of the Brazil court documents, we now know that PlayStation smashed Xbox last generation. So, of course it did. <laughs> Kotaku writes, for years, Microsoft has refused to share sales numbers for its Xbox consoles, leaving us in their dark with just how well or poorly they have sold compared to PlayStation and Nintendo's machines. But now new court documents reveal that the PS4 reportedly sold more than twice as well as the Xbox One, according to Microsoft. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
The information about Xbox One was first spotted by Game Luster in documents submitted by Microsoft to Brazil's national com competition regulator. The Verge was able to translate the docs, which revealed that Sony sold more than twice as many PS4s. Quote, Sony surpassed Microsoft in terms of console sales and install base, having sold more than twice as many Xbox consoles in the last generation. End quote, confirmed Microsoft in the court docs uploaded earlier this month. While most people and analysts out there figured that the Xbox One had not sold as well as the PS4, hearing it from Microsoft is still interesting as the company stopped reporting Xbox sales numbers back in 2016. It's also wild to hear just how large of a gap they appears to have been between the Xbox One and PS4, with Sony's last-gen home console selling more than twice as many compared to Xbox. Is that surprising? More than double? Um, maybe. <laughs> mm. Uh. I don't know it's it's interesting in like anywhere outside of America, like you know, obviously PlayStation is very dominant. Yeah, uh, Europe. Uh, yeah, Asia. Europe, Japan. Yeah, yeah so, uh, but yeah, I don't. It, it's hard to gauge. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you know PlayStation. Play well. I mean, the PS4 was better than the Xbox 360. Oh, Xbox One. So, mm. <clears throat> but yeah. Two to one seems high, but you know it doesn't surprise me. PlayStation got such a huge lead because it's easy to forget now because you're in, we're in the world of Phil, how they fumbled Phil the ball. Like, yeah, the X away. Xbox One launch was like absolutely atrocious. The marketing, the um, the Connect. Where's the Connect? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all these things. Yeah. Like just um, they I really gave up on that, didn't they? Those yeah. <laughs> the first couple of years of those that console was absolutely atrocious and xbox has definitely turned around as a company and everything coming into this generation but uh yeah there's there's no it's very evident why they had such a a bad start and it was because of hmm. combination of decisions made and ways that they chose to market that particular machine so uh rip yep. point to playstation double points to yeah. PlayStation. more than double points to playstation yeah two for every one to xbox has. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's right. <laughs> they announced this this morning. Disney's, uh, so Polygon writes, Disney's upcoming D23 Fan Expo will include a little something for everyone who considers themselves a fan of Disney, Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars across the company's film, television, and theme parks division, which Polygon. This year, the D23 Expo will also have something substantial for video game fans. With the Disney and Marvel game showcase coming on September 9th, probably 10th. I haven't actually looked out the times or anything in Australia yet, but I assume it's probably September 10th for us. Yeah, uh, even if you aren't, PM yeah. PST, yeah. <clears throat> probably at stupid o'clock AM. Even if you aren't going to sold out D23 Expo in person, you have to watch it online. The Disney and Marvel game showcase promises new looks at and new content reveals for. Okay, so actually, list stuff here. I didn't. I missed that. I actually said stuff. Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is the, as Ash called it, pride recording, the Disney Animal, <laughs> Animal Crossing game, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Disney is also promising a sneak peek at the upcoming Marvel, Marvel Ensemble game from Skydance New Media, former Uncharted creative director Amy Henning Studio. Skydance and Marvel announced their new project last October and have revealed little in the way of contract details. The studio also has a Star Wars game in the works. But it seems unlikely we'll see anything beyond that. Beyond those announced projects, there's a long list of games based on Disney-owned properties, including Bethesda Softworks Indiana Jones game, and Soviet games Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, and a new Star Wars game from Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment, Respawn Entertainment, Aspire, and Quantic Dream. One of those titles are confirmed to appear at the Disney Marvel Showcase. It's possible fans could updates could get updates on projects and uh, updates on projects closer to completion, like next year's Star Wars 
Jedi survivor. Um, so firstly, on what you know we're seeing, is there anything there that you're excited? And then um, what are you hoping or think we'll see? So Disney Dream, like Valley, Marvel, Midnight Suns. I assume that's what you care about. And then they go start. I mean, so. yeah, Midnight Suns, <clears throat> but obviously it's been delayed. So it's like you know, still so far away. Mm. Uh, I mean, being confirmed, we know what the, they're going to announce the Amy Henning game. That's exciting. Uh, you know, that's def like what property are they going to pick? But yeah. That would be the pick out of the fall that they've announced for this showcase. Uh, but yeah, it's the prospect of what more they could show. <laughs> this is exciting. Do you would see anything from the big PlayStation, big Insomniacs? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we see something else from Spider-Man 2, purely because it is a 2023 game. So, uh, you know, whether it's another scissor reel um, or just, you know, more announcements for like different characters will show up in the game or something like that you know obviously we've we know venom's going to be in the game they've already announced like voice casts and that kind of stuff i feel like those are like simple stuff that's very uh would be fitting for like a d23 like announcing who's going to be in the cast for the game uh especially you know like what what how is they could just kind of explain how new york is going to be different now after the events of spider-man 1 and miles morales um because, you know, obviously Feast and Art May are going to be a big part of this game, I would imagine. So, uh, yeah. And then, you know, maybe we get another look at Wolverine. Like, it, again, that would be a good... This would be, like, a good place. Because they, they're going to do a bunch of, like, casting announcements, probably for all the Marvel and Disney stuff. Tell us who's going to play Wolverine in the Wolverine game. I feel like you could see... Uh for either of their insomniac things, I feel like any sort of just a a story based teaser trailer, similar to what we've mm. already got, is totally fine. And then if PlayStation next time they show want to actually show you a first look at gameplay, that's yeah, the that's I feel like that would that'd be fine. But I wouldn't expect anything more than like a teaser trailer for for either. Maybe as you said, some more voice cast news, but like as far as like visual elements go, definitely nothing more yeah. than like a teaser trailer sort of thing. Um, yeah. Indiana Jones would be cool to get. Like who? Like nobody cares. I I potentially <laughs> care. I potentially care. It's a PlayStation podcast. Nobody cares. <laughs> I potentially care. <laughs> I want to know who's voicing and like what the age of Indy is going to be in the game. It's going to be Chris Pratt. Um. <sighs> it's- <laughs> No. Harrison Ford didn't say I could be, couldn't be the video game Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm out then. I no longer care. Uh, uh, and I think we can rule out the Aspire and the Quantic Dream game. Those aren't going to be there. Yes. Uh, let's forget about the Quantic Dream game, Dream game, full stop. And then the Aspire game is, by all accounts, up shit creek. So. Yep. And then we're claiming the Skydance game because it's Amy Hennig's basically PlayStation. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll claim that one. Um, also, they didn't mention this article, but they showed foot in the announcement of the showcase, they showed footage of the Avatar game. So I assume they're going to be showing oh, yeah, some of that off. That's, yeah, that's actually funny. Hey, that would fall under Disney, technically. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 20th they didn't want to call it. They didn't want to call it the Disney and Marvel and Fox related. Yeah. Fox property related. <laughs> um, X Fox property um, game. So. That's funny. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, I, we joked about it before recording, but uh, Marvel Snap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give us, the, give us the new season. You know, if you haven't been keeping track of Marvel Snap, listen to every single arcade couch since the game came out in Australia. <laughs> it's literally been mentioned every episode. I don't know if anyone's talked about it more. <laughs> um, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't care, they're like so sick of it. And now you're listening to this, like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Bring Marvel Snap to PlayStation is what I'm saying. I don't know if I'd love to play it on. I don't know. That'd be like moving the cursor around the screen with the. Yeah. I don't know. It's not ideal, but you know. Trophies. Trophies, yeah. Good point. I'll take it back. I'll play it for the trophies. I'll move it. Um, Yeah, and then maybe Star Wars That's what their game needs. Their game needs like overall achievements. They're just daily missions. Mm. Overall achievements. That'd be good. Uh, and Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I feel like, is uh, surely just a tease. Trailer. Surely something. Surely something. Another tease. Now let's move into PlayStation Productions news. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening in the film and TV world of all things PlayStation. Both stories today coming from PlayStation Lifestyle. Let's start with... Ghost of Tsushima film is planned to be in Japanese, and Sony is so on board with that, right? them. Director Chad Stileski has revealed that the upcoming Ghost of Tsushima film will hopefully have a Japanese cast and be in the Japanese language, given that this would fall in line with the most immersive Japanese audio track with English subtitles for the popular and critically acclaimed 2020 game for PS4. It's a little surprise that he also says, quote, Sony is on board with backing him on that, end quote. Beyond that, the director, most well-known for the John Wick series, wants to ensure that the adaptation is faithful not only to the original game, but also with the cinematic history of Akira Kurosawa films. Speaking of Collider, the director plans on doing more than several things to make the adaptation as strong and as authentic as it could possibly be, saying, quote, So, I think if we did this right, it would be visually stunning, it's character-driven, it's got an opportunity for great action, great looks, and honestly, we'll try to do it all in character, meaning it's a Japanese thing about the Mongols invading Tsushima Island, uh, a complete Japanese cast in Japanese. Sony is so on board with us backing on that. Do you reckon this is uh, him talking out of his ass, or do you reckon this is actually what's going to end up happening? Full Japanese uh, Ghost of Tsushima film. I think it's possible. It just depends. If they want the best possible movie, I feel like this would be a good move. Uh, if they want like a critically appreciated one version of this movie... I don't necessarily think it will make money if it is foreign language, but obviously, you know, things have changed in the last five, ten years where, you know, Parasites won the Oscar, you know, uh, Squid Game was the biggest Netflix show of last year. Like, subtitles aren't as big a barrier as they once were, you know? I feel like if if it's, like, really cool and, like, really well done... People will go see it. And I'm sure there'll be an English dub version, you know, for people who don't want to sit through subtitles. Um, but yeah, this this seems cool. I mean, even obviously with the Prey uh, movie just came out, I've seen heaps of people said they watched it the, for, for the first time with the Kamachi dub. I would have. I didn't learn that was a thing until after I watched it. So. Well, you should have done your research. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, People are open to these kind of things, you know, especially I feel like obviously Netflix and like all the slate of like foreign language 
stuff on there is kind of does really well improve people's willingness to read subtitles mm. um and i mean there's not a hell of a lot of dialogue in ghost of the ship <laughs> i mean there would be in a movie i guess it'd be more yes um my only problem with it is if he does it full japanese cast in japanese what's why is he directing why is he directing it <laughs> You know, like he's he's ta- he's more or less gone. Here's the version of the movie I want to do. I'm like, that sounds like the movie, the version I want to see too. Can you give cool. the directing job to someone else? Because <laughs> like, <yes. laughs> it's like no offense, but like if you're doing it, and like, as far as I'm aware, he doesn't speak Japanese. No, maybe. Obviously, he's been in that stunt community for a long time. Maybe you pick up. Yeah. Possibly, but that's just my one question. Like, especially if he's done martial arts and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a barrier for getting good performances if you can't understand. Well, I think I think when he says he wants Japanese, he wants American Japanese actors who can speak in Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm like plus plus all Japanese actors who can speak who can converse in English. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we've seen a lot more like Asian stars come, like, obviously come across like uh, oh, who from Bullet Train and uh, yes, and that guy who's <laughs> everyone wants who was to, also in that's who he's that's been who in a everyone, bunch of stuff. That's who everyone's currently fan casting as Jin. As Jin, mm-hmm. no, he should be the the bad guy, the uncle, or oh, the uncle. You reckon? I don't think he's that old. Oh, you mean the actual other guy? You don't mean the young the guy? The older, the older guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. We have to, yeah, yeah, we're finding it now. Him. We're doing it live. Yeah, I know who you mean. I thought you meant the younger dude. That's um, you know, the like one of the main characters. You know, the one who no, not Andrew Hiroki Sander. Andrew Koji. I mean, he'd be a solid choice for Jin, but yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of Hiroki Sander. Hiroki Sanada, who Sanada. has been in a million things. Who's been in. He's like yeah, the he go-to a, Hollywood he was, Japanese guy. <laughs> was like, it? He was in the Zack Snyder zombie movie. And then he was also in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. The number one thing I remember him from is Wolverine. Or the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. This is like the main thing. I guess that would be too similar role, but you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Andrew Koji is, uh, I know a lot of people have been fan casting as good. Jin. Good choice. I feel like. He's good at Snake Eyes. Yeah. Well. Apparently, he's very good at warriors. <laughs> okay. He he can fight. Yeah, he's got the he's got the credits there, um, and he's young enough. As I said, like he's so he's mm. born in nineteen eighty seven. I don't think he, he looks quite that. Old. I actually think he looks a bit younger than that. Like looks, but yeah. So I feel like he could fit the. I feel like he would be a good fit for Jim. Um, yep. There's our fan cast there. Well, not really our fan cast. I just said everyone's fan casting. Him, it's but I, yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with the fan casting. Uh, on the, you know, he's got the connection because obviously Chaz Sadowski is good friends with David Leach. So there you go. Yeah, yeah true. Put in the good word for him. Hopefully done. Hopefully. Uh, last one. He's worked with Sony before with Bullet Train, so I mean, there's it's all the connections are there. It makes sense. You know, they gave Bad Bunny a film after this. So. <laughs> The Last of Us HBO series cast four characters, including Henry and Sam. 
Henry will be played by Lamar Johnson, confirming former rumors based on photos and various social media connections. Meanwhile, Sam will be played by Kevon Woodlard. In the original game, the two brothers had a significant impact on John Early's journey. Uh, in adaption, in addition, sorry, the news on Henry and Sam as revealed by Jen, two new characters, Marlon and Florence, will be added as a married couple surviving alone in the wilderness of the post-apocalyptic Wyoming. Graham Greene and Elaine Miles will guest star as Marlon and Florence, respectively. The HBO adaptation will make a slight change to the original plot, having John Alley meet the two brothers, Henry and Sam, in Kansas City, as opposed to Pittsburgh. It's unclear how much this will impact the story, but it's understandable for an adaptation not to follow the exact plot of the source material. Um, I feel like they change it so they get to spend more time with them. So then, I don't want to... It's hard... I'm still up in the air of, like, talking about this, like, spoilers, because, like, a I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's that whole thing where it's like, yeah, it's coming the, back. The game's coming like, out. <laughs> literally, the game's coming out. Some people, yeah, it's, it's a bit different. Whereas, like, God of War, I'm like, look, sequel's about to come out. Spoilers are off the table at the moment. But then this, it's like, literally, this part mm. one's about to come out and the series. So, I'm going to say spoilers are back on for the last of us at the moment. Um, yeah, I feel like the adding them into the, the show earlier to have them stick around for a bit longer makes their that journey and those characters' story a lot stronger i feel and then the addition of the new characters for one episode i feel like that's just uh uh i don't know to help the pacing or like just have them interact with other people because there's obviously yeah like instead of just being fully alone i don't know you know something like that so uh what do you what do you what do you think of any of this yeah that's fine <laughs> you know to anybody who's not american kansas city is not that much different to pittsburgh so i mean they just cities in america so <laughs> it's hugely different uh, i guess like geograph like distance wise i also feel like this guy i just looked him up lamar johnson right i feel like he's too old but so he was born in 94 he definitely doesn't look as young as uh henry looks in the game but I don't feel like that really matters. I don't feel like the character's age matters too wait, much. Well, you just wait till the the part one version comes out, and then he's going to be much looks. All the wrinkles will be on his face, yeah. uh, and you know he won't be as smoothed out. You know, looks like Tess looks older now. You know, he'll look older in this new version, and it'll fit more. Okay, good point. They're, they're fixing it all. Yep. All right. Well, there's all your PlayStation Productions updates for the week. There's all your PlayStation news for the week. Let's say any comments, questions, concerns you've had about this week's episode. You can find us on Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. And if you like the episode, thought it was worth dollar, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support. And remember, even if it's annoying and upsetting your PlayStation store layout, every trophy does count. <laughs>